Well, we've had a great week looking at Paul's instructions to, to us in 1 Timothy chapter 2, and we are focused on the aspects that relate to prayer. And he starts by telling us to pray for all men and to pray for civil authority. And then he tells us uh, who should be focused of our prayer, the one God, Jesus, the mediator. And he tells us to pray for all people. And then he tells us how to pray and, and the attitudes we must have in prayer. So this is the final one in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 9 and 10. In like manner also, that the women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with propriety and moderation, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly clothing, but which is proper for women professing godliness with good works. Now, this sometimes is a bit of a controversy when it comes to the instructions here. If you take it out of the context of prayer, uh, you may probably misunderstand what Paul uh, is saying. Remember, he said first to the men to lift up holy hands. He didn't just mean that men are the only ones who can lift up holy hands. Women can too. But he chooses to talk about the men because they were the leaders in prayer. But women also pray. And then he talks about in the same manner he's talking to women. Is this instruction only for women? No, it affects men as well because there is a general application of this instruction. Basically, this instruction is about how we present ourselves before God. How do we come before God? Do we come adorned with goodness or adorned with our clothes? So how do we show ourselves before God? Do we come in hypocrisy? Uh, do we come in truth? Do we come with our hearts? Or we come with the things that we have covered ourselves with? So the first thing Paul says is, when we come before God in prayer, we must be modest. We don't come to prayer being bombastic and, and just uh, coming up with big fanciful words and uh, trying to pretend and trying to impress God with flowery language and flowery and verbose language, uh, just as women who put on all kinds of adornment. The body is very little, but the attire and the clothing is so huge, and you don't really get to know the person uh, who is adorned. So Paul says, when you come before God, don't adorn yourself with stuff. Come as you are. So that's the, the instruction he's given. Uh, he means that we must not pretend. Let us not pretend in prayer. You know, people sometimes have a, a, a form in which they pray and the language they use in prayer, which is very different from their ordinary day-to-day -day English language. So when people are praying, sometimes even the tone changes. They take on a different tone. They use words differently. They throw their words in a different direction, which is different from their conversation. Now, when you do that, you are adorning yourself without modesty. You are just pretending before God. And God wants us to come as we are. Speak to him as you normally speak. Don't try to memorize some flowery language to impress God. And when we come before God, our good works must follow us. 
We cannot come before God adorned in evil, in vengeance, in, 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 in all kinds of bad practices and still stand before God and hope that God hears us. Our adornment must be our goodness. We come before the Lord even if we have sinned, we ask him for forgiveness. But we come adorned with goodness. We come adorned with good works. And this instruction, which uh, uses the female or the woman as the pivot, is not only to women, but it's to all of us. How to adorn ourselves when we come before God in prayer. And I trust that the things we've learned in prayer will help enrich our prayer life. So when we come before the Lord, we come just as we are, without pretense, in modesty, and present our request before the Lord. And the one true God will hear us and answer our prayer. Let us pray. Say with me, Heavenly Father, I come before you just as I am, without pretense, all my own righteousness. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I'm thankful to the Lord that we could do this study. I'm glad that you could follow. And I hope that next week when we start another study, it will be a blessing to you as well. I'm Pastor Mesa Otabil. Shalom, peace, and life to you.